Welcome to What's Poppin'. This week, we're going to use the message from the previous Sunday and jump into something else from the Gospel of Mark that we sort of touched on a little bit on Sunday, but not totally. And so this past Sunday, we talked about Mark chapter 1. We were in the part where Jesus goes into the synagogue and he begins to teach, and the people are astonished with the authority that he teaches with because Jesus is the author of the Word of God and therefore the expert on it, and that comes through in the way that he teaches. After he is teaching or while he is teaching, a man with an unclean spirit comes into the synagogue and starts yelling and shouting. And Jesus casts the demon, the unclean spirit, out of the man with a simple command, which then again shows the people who are in the synagogue the authority of Jesus, and they are just amazed at, at who he is because of the way he teaches and even the unclean spirits, the demons, listen to him. And so as part of the message on Sunday, we, we talked a little bit about how throughout the Gospel of Mark, there is a underlying theme of a spiritual war that's going on. And we touched on uh, all the passages where we see Jesus driving out demons or his disciples driving out demons or something like that, uh, and how Jesus wins every battle. One section we touched on a little bit was Mark chapter 3, where the scribes come to Jesus and they say that he is driving out demons by the power of the devil. And so let me read this section for you. It's Mark chapter 3, verse 22, and it says, The scribes who came down from Jerusalem were saying, He was possessed by Beelzebub, and by the prince of demons he cast out the demons. And he called them to him and said to them in parables, How can Satan cast out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand, but is coming to an end. But no one can enter the strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man, then indeed he may plunder his house. That's the part that we talked about on Sunday and how Jesus is the one who goes into the strong man's house and binds him up and plunders his goods. Jesus is the one that goes in, the strong man is Satan, and we are the goods that are plundered away from him. And so Jesus says that he's not working with the devil, he is working against the devil and tying him up and stealing people away from him. And then the section goes on, and we didn't cover this part on Sunday. It says in verse 28, Truly I say to you, all sins will be forgiven the children of man, and whatever blasphemies they utter, but whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is guilty of an eternal sin. For they were saying he has an unclean spirit. So after Jesus makes the point that the idea of the scribes is just stupid, because Satan wouldn't work against himself. And so Jesus is not working with Satan to drive out demons. He says that they are in very dangerous territory here because all sins will be forgiven the children of man. So all sins are forgiven people uh, and whatever blasphemies they utter will be forgiven. And so blasphemy is the idea of not taking God seriously or the power of God seriously, or even saying God has no power. A way that we do it often today is people say, uh, oh my God, or OMG, or something like that. They call on the name of God, and they don't even think about what they're doing, right? That's actually blasphemy, right? And so Jesus says that all those types of, of sins and blasphemies will be forgiven, except for whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit, whoever denies the power of the Holy Spirit, or doesn't take the power of the Holy Spirit seriously. The person who does this is guilty of an eternal sin, and so that's serious. You can't be forgiven for a sin against or blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. 
And he says this because in verse 30, they were saying he has an unclean spirit. He has a demon. And Jesus is saying, it's it's not an unclean spirit. It's not a demon. He's not working with Satan. It's the Holy Spirit that is working through him uh, in these situations. And they are denying the power of the Holy Spirit. And so what is this blaspheme against the Holy Spirit? Why is this the only thing that cannot be forgiven somebody? Jesus says everything else can be forgiven, even blaspheming Jesus or the Father, but blaspheming the Holy Spirit cannot be forgiven. And the answer is actually relatively simple, and that is the Holy Spirit is the one who gives us faith. It is through the preaching and the teaching of the Word of God that the Holy Spirit works in our hearts and our minds and gives us faith and trust and belief in Jesus and who He is and what He does. The Holy Spirit is what connects us to the death and resurrection of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is the one that's active in our baptism, conveying the promises of God to us. The Holy Spirit is, is the way that God has chosen to be with us, to envelop us, and to give us new life here and now and forever. And so if someone denies the power of the Holy Spirit, they're denying the very way God has chosen to forgive them, to reconcile them, to give them new life. And so it's it's not forgivable. Like you are denying the very way God has offered forgiveness. Often when talking about this, a question that pops up is then, is this a permanent state the person will find themselves in if they are blaspheming the Holy Spirit? especially since Jesus says the phrase, guilty of an eternal sin. And so what we need to do here is probably not look for a way around it, but let the seriousness of what Jesus is talking about here sink in. This is a stern warning, a stern warning for people who are actively working against God's plan of salvation and forgiveness for them. Someone who denies it and says the Holy Spirit can't work this way, the Holy Spirit has no power, the Holy Spirit doesn't exist, anything along those lines, because what's happening is they are self-excluding themselves from the forgiveness that God offers. So instead of looking for a loophole in this, we should probably just let it lie where it is. And that is that Jesus is really serious here. And there's severity in the fact that people who deny the power of the Holy Spirit are self-excluding themselves from the forgiveness that he offers and being reconciled to the Father. And so if we hear of somebody doing that or we see someone leaning that way or saying something along those lines, we need to make them aware of what they are doing and the seriousness and the severity of them doing so. Ooh, that is a heavy topic, is it not? But it's part of God's word. And Jesus gave us this insight, this warning for a very specific reason so that we would know it and recognize it and make sure that people do not deny the power of the Holy Spirit or take the Holy Spirit's power too lightly. And so if you have questions about this or want to talk about this more, reach out to me. I'd be happy to talk about this more in person with you. Have a great week.